0: Ooh. Hi
1: guys! Wow! Hi guys! Welcome to Mama's podcast. You know what's a podcast? podcast. <laughs> we will talk about everything under the sun about parenting. Oh,
0: bro! I can't get it.
1: everyone welcome to my podcast and i'm really very very excited today because i have actually gotten this someone very very special and he was actually very very helpful to me when i was actually thinking if i should send my son for piano lessons okay and you guys would have known that uh my son is actually less than three years old so when i wanted to send him uh, there was a lot of people who was really against the idea uh, and only encouraged me to send him for music and movement. So this man is a family man, three beautiful children, a beautiful wife, and he has a day job as a manager, and he also has many, many, many after work hours roles. But most importantly today, he is here as a friend, and he is also a professional musician, and he actually plays the most romantic instrument that I know of. Okay, that's only for me, and it is the saxophone. So, hello, Benson. I'm so happy to have you here. You want to introduce yourself?
0: Hi, 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 Esther. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my name yeah. is Benson Kong. Um, I've been uh, playing the saxophone since I was seven years old. I've um, been playing saxophone professionally from the year two thousand. Um, at the same time I have a day job. So yeah, I started with this when I was in school. It was not a matter of choice, it was a matter of school curriculum. Uh, previously it was known as ECA, extracurriculum <laughs> Oh
1: my gosh. That is like so,
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was uh over this 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 relationship with this beautiful instrument. Started um 20, um almost thirty-eight years ago for me. Wow. So I started at the end of P1 to P2. Then uh it was not something I really enjoyed at first, but um over time um I became addicted. So so this is where I am today now. Yeah.
1: So do you actually didn't like sex phone? Because you are saying that you didn't really enjoy it.
0: <laughs> to be honest, it was more like um everybody in my primary school needs to join a club it's either the painting club the dance club and there's a band and stuff so been a groupie last time right so there are Uh about 10 of us who went audition for the band for my class of about 38 or 40 young kids Mm -hmm. right so i just joined the crowd it was not there was still
1: an audition
0: um they, they kind of need to indicate your interest because for okay, every okay. club, they have limitations. Mm-hmm. So they can only have so many um, students joining them
1: mm-hmm, before
0: mm-hmm. Um, they come to a place where the ratio is no longer effective. So basically, I, I joined <laughs> with my primary school mates. Um, then uh, in the end, most of them dropped out. Um, yeah, And 38 <laughs> years later, I'm still with the instrument. Yeah.
1: Okay. So did you actually knew that you were going to be so good in music. Uh, at least I know that you won't choose dancing uh, because there was a dancing club and then you didn't go for it, right? And then you chose music. So did you actually felt like you were good at it? Like you are very good at singing when you're in the bathroom, when you are like five years old, or like, or your parents actually were great influence? Like, why, 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 why music club?
0: When, when I kind of joined the band, I didn't give much thought to it, to be honest it was more like um joining it together with a group of friends oh. however i must say that uh, i remember growing up that we were not rich but um we always have radio on so um the old chinese pop music um from uh my mom's and auntie's era right so they are like <laughs> the Liu <laughs> and feng fei fei so so these are the kind of background noise that I, I grew up with, but um, uh-huh. but strangely, you know, um, I mean 30 years later, I started to play some of these oldies, so uh, I mean, I must say that my mom did play her part in uh, laying a seat.
1: Actually, uh, when I drive, I also listen to Go, 90.
0: Okay, so just... That, that reveals our age But it's okay No
1: <laughs> No It's just because I, I just naturally like 60s, 70s, 80s songs uh, so <laughs> But um, I, I, I I cannot help But I can feel the age Because I'm starting to hear Like the more popular ones I'm like Hey, well, this one also qualified For Go idea yeah. I'm like, wow Okay uh,
0: I, I I think that uh, I think every song Speaks of a uh, certain slice of us i think that we just need to be around things we are comfortable with so yeah do what's needful for yourself
1: (laughs) yes so so okay so your parents they don't play music they only play the radio yep okay so does music actually help you heal emotionally as a person because you know saxophone is always like Romantic instrument, like everybody will think about Kenny G or anybody will be like, oh, okay, my boyfriend uh, can play saxophone Blah, 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 then I will surely marry him. You know, that kind of thing like a lot of girls, they are like all the Xiang Wu, Fei Fei one.
0: Music has, uh, has done her part for a lot of stuff. Um, I think that when you are younger, you don't see it that much as a healing. I think when things starts to get older, uh, especially in recent years, then actually you start to appreciate what music is able to do for you. So, um, to be honest, um, because it's not an instrument of choice, right? So, Mm -hmm. um, it's more like a sense of duty. But I think something Mm -hmm. changed in the year 1990, when Mm -hmm. um, I was uh, asked to join the combined school band and that's where I thought that maybe um, I may have s- something in music. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. but to be honest, the uh, in the market, if you look hard enough, right, you will probably find easily a uh, hundred saxophonists that's way better than me. It's just mm. that um, I happen to be in your circle, right? So, so it's by virtue of natural selection, you don't have too many other references. If you've seen some of my other friends, then Ugh. yeah, I, I will probably be quite low on the place. Yeah.
1: So I I know that uh you also have performed in many numerous gigs and uh I know that you were at Crazy Elephant and is the bus still around? Uh? Is yes, still,
0: it's around still, right? still around. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. I totally love Crazy Elephant. Okay. Like that was like those times when I was really uh exploring as a as a as a teenager to like. Uh, find Like a young adult Like close to young adult Not like a teenager To You know The different kind of genre of music That I actually think I would love And And I know that uh Crazy Elephant Has like the days I think Thursdays And Sundays are like Free Like free for people To go out and play days Like jamming days And yes.
0: yeah. For Sunday yes
1: Yes So my question is like does your family actually go for your gigs? Like, do they see you perform often or play at home or practice? And does your children actually, like, get inspired to actually want to be like you? This is a very, very long question.
0: Um, in short, um, yes, my family do go for my gigs. Um, however, I'm pretty selective. So, only the ones that I do for... Esplanade where the music is not too loud. And, um, and <laughs> no drinking
1: up. ones, you ask them to go. Nah. Um kind
0: basically. of that, that is part of the criteria. The other okay, one basically, is,
1: you know, when I was at Crazy Elephant, I was very inspired because I do play like one, one like I, I play the guitar and I actually like music myself. It's just that my parents like didn't like nurture the musical thing in me. So when I was at Crazy Elephant and it was like I really like to go there and I Always feel very very inspired By the musicians There and I even knew once That there's this uncle who played like super good Solos right he's actually like A Ta Kuei Tiao uncle that kind of thing And yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that's what I well, That's what I actually really love about Crazy Elephant Because there's like crazy people <laughs> who be there And they are like jamming so Well Yep. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, actually, Crazy Elephant is, uh, is, is the place where it all started for me. Right? So, it's just, uh, it's, uh, basically I started more with blues and rock and roll. Jazz became an inevitable path when I started to play at uh, Ritz Carlton. Oh. Yeah, so, I was there for about two and a half, three years at a green, greenhouse. Then that was the open buffet area across from the the lobby. Um, mm-hmm. I, I thought that jazz, like any aspiring musician, was like the genre to go to. But I realized that in the end, I still have uh, a much more, I mean, deep within, I think my roots are always in blues and rock and roll. And as <laughs> for as for play at home, nowadays, my routine is that if I was given a song list uh, to prepare for a certain performance, right? Like, then I will actually prepare the songs that I do not know. So that will be probably the main time I practice. But the rest of time, to be honest, um, I don't practice as much as I should, (laughs) um, as I need to. Um, That's the reason why I think that, um, to some extent, I'm stagnant at a certain level. Um, As for my kids, um, I think that when they are growing up, when they are young, I think they are, because we, we we control their musical diet, yeah mm-hmm, we want mm-hmm. to make sure that um, they are exposed to music whom we feel that are um, a little bit more wholesome yeah mm-hmm. I, we don't wish for them to be asking uncomfortable questions before their age, yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so be it for things uh, laced with things like drugs, violence, suicide, and stuff so i I, I myself take some effort to screen actually the materials for my kids. Okay. Okay. So that um, as whether my kids were inspired by me, they were forced to go to watch me perform. La. So <laughs> so not now so, right,
1: because they are quite grown already. I'm sure they um, can voice out.
0: Um usually they don't they don't go. It, it's not it's not really their thing. Um <laughs> but partly because I also do a couple of genres and I prefer for them to join me if I do the more jazz stuff. First, they don't like the music that's too loud. But if you remember at Crazy Elephant, the music is yeah, not soft Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. the
0: last time when I brought my kids to Crazy Elephant um, for their anniversary, they um, went
1: crazy.
0: <laughs> um, no la, they they start asking for earplugs ah. so it was <laughs> it was not enjoyable for them. Oh. So, okay. So I mean, so that's where it, it kind of loud. But I'm I'm happy that um. We share some lights for some certain artists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but uh, mm-hmm. now their musical taste is so different from mine. In fact, mm-hmm, I learned mm-hmm. a lot more from them about the current pop songs more than <laughs> anybody else. I know.
1: You know? <laughs> yeah. I know. So you you actually I've always been teaching as well. Just that not not like you are always you are, you are, you don't really take in a lot of students because you are actually obviously very busy. So do you have any like memorable like anecdotes of you as a teacher or any of your students during your like while you were like teaching?
0: When I when I teach in recent times it's because I choose to partner a aspiring musician to help them to take the next level. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: It is um it is not uh, of a financial need that I teach but mm-hmm. I feel that um, I want to help a particular musician um, to kind of go to the next level. So when that happens, um, I feel personally responsible that um, when I want to teach somebody, I feel that um, and if it's to be known in the market that I'm your sensei right, or I'm your the teacher, then it's important that we must also embrace certain values Mm -hmm. because i don't think that it is just teaching skills because i always believe that the the talent will open the door for you but it takes Mm -hmm. the character to keep the door open okay so in the end um for me there is a two side to it one is a technical where we help them with the skills but the other one is probably a little bit more about values because i always feel that if you are good on the inside then you always have something good to say. And, so that's uh, the
1: values that you're referring to as in with regards to the like ethics of music or like generally in life?
0: I think it it it, it all encompasses. Of course, uh we the initial conversation start with music. And uh, during that time, this particular uh friend was actually asking me how to deal with certain toxic characters in their bands. So it naturally go to other topics about how, if, were in her shoe, right, how would I treat certain people as such. So that's why I told them that in, now, I mean, at the time I was, I, I told her that in the end, good music is made in good company. Mm-hmm,
1: so I if, heard you this want, phrase before.
0: if you want your music to be good, then... I feel that the company that you need to surround yourself with is important. Mm -hmm. So, to not just work on your technical. I mean, I give a simple example. A lot of people say that, oh, we need to work on the timing. Mm -hmm. So, when you play the song, (laughs) the song is played on time, right? Mm
1: -hmm. When you play
0: recording, you have to be on time. (coughs)
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But you also need to be on time for the performance. Mm -hmm. If they ask you to be there one hour before the show, you have to be one hour before the show. It is not on time just for the song itself, but on time Mm. for the entire event. So, for me, the technical ability um, must be supported actually with a certain level of professionalism that's guarded actually at the bottom, actually with some basic values. Mm -hmm. So, that's the reason why I don't have too many students uh, actually of the last few years. Yeah, so but uh, I was if I'm committed to help the person, then. I, I do go the extra amount. But may, mm-hmm. maybe at some stage it is um more sharing of values and then correcting mm-hmm. or improving actually their techniques. But uh, that for me is for me, um, that for me is my way of looking at music, coaching and teaching.
1: Nice. So do you actually teach your children music or they go for external coaching and lessons?
0: I, I think <laughs> I, I think that um it's a uh, a necessary path that you will go. You will come across soon. The thing is that I think it is not easy for us as parents to teach our kids music. Yeah.
1: Uh huh. Okay.
0: Mm, partly because.
1: It's very frustrating, um, is it?
0: Um no, it is not. Um I think that um, children at some stage they do not know where to have a distinction between, I'm the dad or I'm the teacher.
1: mm -hmm. Okay, so sometimes
0: when when kids are not able to see that line clearly, right, what happens generally is that when they want to get things their way, they blur the line of me being a teacher and then Mm -hmm. they will treat me as a dad. So when that happens, right, um, some of the discipline will go out the window and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Personally, uh, I also told uh, my family that I do prefer them to take lessons from outside. Mm -hmm. Um, partly because i think that my journey music um, is a bit different and i feel that maybe i don't have a good foundation as as i wanted so for me personally um i always recommend to get somebody to come in yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
1: so basically they went for like lessons outside
0: yes they did um my all my three kids are taking lessons from Mm -hmm. yamaha right now it's honestly oh, it? a good, yeah. It's a it's a good place to start. So
1: they started learning when you were very young, right? I believe.
0: Um. Yep. Five, four, five. Yeah.
1: Four, five years old. Yeah. Okay, okay. So, did they actually express like their own interest to want to? Since you were saying that they only started when you were four, five years old, so I'm sure that at that age they will be old enough to be able to articulate like what they actually want to do or learn or have interest in. So did they actually express their interest to you that they also want to do music or you were the one who like uh, talked to them about it? <laughs> I,
0: I give an honest answer here. I think my kids definitely have an interest in music. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. is the interest strong enough to warrant them coming to me Asking for music lesson, no.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I always see music as an important development actually for kids because oh, okay. most of the kids in Singapore are well developed actually for the left side of the brain, which is the logical mm-hmm. and the analytical side. So I think that to be successful, I think that you will need to be able to tap from both sides of the brain. So mm-hmm. I feel I that agree. music will bring that component. And more than mm-hmm. that, uh, one of the things which Benefiting, I mean that which I benefited greatly from when I was younger was mm-hmm. that actually the discipline that, actually that music um, falls upon me. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: you need to be disciplined, especially when you play in a band. Um, you have a defined part, you are not supposed to do anything else. You have a role, you have a volume that tells you to play. You cannot play a lot just because you think you are good.
1: <laughs>
0: so, so there are quite a bit of stuff, but, but to be honest, um, my kids yes. yeah. they don't. And honestly, at that age, right, they are still kind of wide eye. You know, I told them, "Did yeah, he yeah, yeah. bring you for lesson?" I mean, to them, it's a new thing, right? So naturally, they're interested. But yeah, but I I'm trying to strike a balance between encouraging them uh, to pursue if they like music. And Mm -hmm. not to impose my own unfulfilled Mm -hmm. desires upon them, Mm
1: -hmm, if I could put it that way. So, is it difficult to get them to practice? I mean, obviously, you spend the money to send them to class, and obviously, like even my son, right? Like now, he needs to practice. Although he's like not even three, but the teacher do expect him to practice, like what he has learned and recap. So is it difficult for you to get your children to practice when, especially when they were younger?
0: The that would be the next toughest thing next to childbirth, I guess. Yeah.
1: Like, teach them I
0: know, I because I think that the one of the things that the kids um do not realize when they are the younger age is sometimes when I approach them for music, um, I treat it as music as something for them to enjoy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But they do not fully understand when I expect music to be part of a discipline for them. Mm -hmm. To help them to stay at one place, in the proper sitting posture, to -hmm. do something uninterrupted for Mm -hmm. 15 to 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. So the the kids cannot see that. They always have the impression at the back of their head, it is something that I was introduced to uh, for me to like and to enjoy. But they do not see um, the other aspect But there are also days where I'm quite happy to see some of my kids Just open the piano on them I mean, on their own Go up and start to play la. I mean, so that is uh, one of the sweet things But honestly, to get them to practice um, yeah, it, it, it demands patience, long suffering And much more yeah.
1: So are you the one who will like Ask them to practice or your wife, you send your wife or both of you will nag at them.
0: I think both of us will, will, will do our part. Um, but I, I'm, a bit more, I'm a bit more serious with the music part, not because I, I'm a musician, because um, I, I have a thinking that the moment my kids turn 13, I want to treat them with a bit more maturity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, with every privilege comes a certain expectation.
1: So, how old are they now, like currently? Eleven, thirteen, and
0: fifteen. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Eleven. Oh, okay. Okay. for me, five.
0: Set one and set three. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So, in in essence, right? So, for 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 this, I think that the the practice part is not so. Straightforward because for them it is a it's a torture, but they <laughs> but they, they don't see the benefit actually that it reaps subsequently But to be honest, right, I only realize the benefits when I probably it see music older. when I'm much older in my twenties probably. Yeah, I I never realized that uh it has such a important foundation been laid. So I would mm-hmm. encourage the parents actually to to persevere Um, I think that we just need to find different things to get the kids to connect to music then um, and hopefully pick up some discipline along the way yeah
1: So do you have any like tricks or tips when you ask your children to or your wife you ask them to you guys ask them to practice to your like (laughs) bribe them or your reward them or something especially when Um, you're young
0: there, definitely there were some incentives and um, one of the things that I feel that they they do like sometimes is when we actually take video of their performance of their uh, practice, uh, practice. Uh, <laughs> then that's where they start to get a bit more serious
1: uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. so
0: yeah I mean that's one of the small trick actually that we true we, true 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 yeah, true. yeah. yeah, yeah. so yeah. I try that but uh, like I say I think every kid is different I think we just mm-hmm. need to make sure that we need to adapt the approach to make sure that uh, speak the language that best speak to them. Yeah.
1: So for like maybe four or five years old, like how, how long do you expect them to practice? Do you expect them to practice every day? And if it's every day, like per day, per session, like do you expect them to play like 15 minutes or 30 minutes practice?
0: For, for my kids now, the expectation is um, almost daily for 30 minutes. But okay, okay. they, they they don't they don't hit the quota. But for me is <laughs> I think the, the more important thing is actually Yeah persevering, yeah
1: persevering. The, you're persevering.
0: the it's, it's important to to daily work actually the muscles because it's important for them to develop muscle memory. Because mm-hmm. when we do music, you suddenly need to coordinate a few things together. You need to coordinate your eyes mm-hmm. with your ears and your hand. And they need to be in sync. And are then, they all
1: doing piano?
0: All of them are doing piano. Um yeah, yes. The oldest one, she's a bit more um artsy, So she also pick up ukulele and guitar. Oh, so okay. Yeah. Yep. So don't get discouraged, just just keep going for it. Yeah. For
1: four or five years old, how often do you, like how long do you think is a suitable duration to practice at home? I, like for my son now, I get him to practice like two minutes. Like before bedtime, I just do a recap, two to three minutes.
0: You mm. know? Uh, to, let, let me give a politically correct answer. You need to <laughs> find a, a carrot and stick that works actually for your kid. I think mm-hmm. a bit of incentive is definitely helpful.
1: Okay. Um,
0: two to three minutes is definitely a good start the mm-hmm. the thing was that, um if if I were to know the personality of the child a bit better and I know mm-hmm. that
1: mm-hmm.
0: what are the carrots right that appeal mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. then I will actually set challenge so if you are able to do two minutes a uh-huh. Day, uh-huh. You go okay. to three minutes you can have mm-hmm. certain things mm-hmm. okay. so okay. I mean the so that the parents and the kids can kind of meet halfway mm-hmm. but uh mm-hmm. don't don't forget I think this where Yamaha did a really good job because Yamaha mm-hmm for at least the music program, right? When they for the younger kids uh, is actually mm-hmm. uh, also a time of bonding for the kids and the parents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Where the parents also need to be involved. So I yes. thought that it's a it's a it's a wise wise call. Yeah. So mm-hmm. don't 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 treat it just as a music practice. Like it's also a time to bond. So yes. if you if honestly he's he's still a bit distracted after you calm him down, let his sugar mm-hmm. <laughs> been burned out then uh, after that ask them to practice maybe sometimes it will work a bit better
1: yeah. mm-hmm, okay
0: so make, so, make small uh, steps small steps
1: yeah yeah small i know because step. you don't want to like after a while you find it, like you are trying to strangle them for not practicing but mm. initially it was supposed to be like a fun thing it was supposed yeah. to inspire them to like do something new, you know, at least Take something musical, you know, like Singaporean yeah. par- Singapore Parents, right, is Either martial arts or Music or, or dance yeah. yeah, dance, yes, yes So, honestly as why I know I could be wrong, okay, because I feel like There's actually a lot more children They are doing piano, because even for all your free children They are all playing piano Uh, If not, it's actually violin So, instruments like saxophones Like clarinets, they are actually not Like mainstream instruments so, is there actually any reason why it's so, that it's not mainstream? Is it because it's very heavy, uh, like, not something that the parents would think about asking them to, like, learn? Or what, 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 what do you think, like, when they say they express interest in uh, playing, say the child say that they are interested in playing, like, saxophone, or any other, like, it's mainstream the instruments, like when do you think they should get started? Because you also did mention like the saxophone can be quite healthy, right?
0: Yeah, I think there are, there are a few components to, to that. I think first and foremost, the, the question I will always ask the parents is that um, it is not just a financial investment where you pay 8,000 for a grade 8 piano mm-hmm. you know, that can last the kid until ABR is in grade 8 but it's also you need to commit to a space and you also need to commit to a time to kind Mm -hmm, of mm filter them. So you need to look at the total cost of it and to see mm -hmm. that you are willing to go the distance. Um, There is, of course, very subtle, implied pressure that comes among our contemporaries because a lot of them are sending their kids. And then sometimes it becomes sad when it becomes uh, a parent comparison game, you know, and the kids mm-hmm, are just a mm-hmm, pawn, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as for the rest, I think piano the one of the thing is that I think most people can relate to the piano mm-hmm. when, um, <laughs> honestly, can you imagine um your your son, who's three now, trying to carry a saxophone that's about two and a half kg so actually
1: that never crossed my mind, you know.
0: Yeah, really? it's, it's not. It's not. I, I think that because the kids are still developing mm-hmm. and honestly, after I've been through the school system, right, that's why um, the school at the time when I was there converted from a marching band to a symphonic band, you know, mm-hmm. where the children no longer take the instrument and march because mm-hmm. the saxophone is not the biggest instrument oh. and then to march in the hot sun. And to memorize a song,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh is is uh is really not easy. Mm-hmm. Then that's why in the I still remember in primary school, as part of the selection of the the musicians, right? They actually gave the instrument to you based on your size. really? <laughs> yeah. Really, really. That was another thing. Yeah, a, a tuba would easily weigh eight kg or ten kg. Wow. So I is not. Possible for a small size kid actually to play. So the interesting thing is that, like I still remember in the primary school band where the small girls, right, they are still primary one, primary two. My, which are my schoolmate then, right, they were all given either the flute or the clarinet it because it's basically four hundred gram. So it's mm-hmm. easy for them to hold and play. Mm-hmm. So the 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 heavier instruments actually were given actually to the, to the boys then. Boys. Yeah. So I mean, the the things that we we do not understand if prolonged um, holding the instrument uh, were there any impact actually on the child's growth and development. But I'm saying that um, for a three-year-old kid in your case, right, to have a heavy saxophone strapped around the neck to support the weight, mm-hmm. um, I don't think that is a, that's a good age to, 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 to start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the reason why I discourage. I feel that piano is a good basis because mm-hmm. if you have a good foundation, if you mm-hmm. wish to cross-learn other instruments, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you already have the music theory mm-hmm. um, foundation established. So it's mm-hmm. not an issue.
1: Actually, that itself, that conversation with you gave me a lot of clarity. Because I I I I I I have this mentality that I want my child to eventually pick up a, an instrument that I feel like it's not easy to sort of like learn within the school. In a sense, because to tell the truth I cannot really, really Remember, like, even During school bands, like secondary school I don't really, really remember, like, a lot of people Doing saxophone, I hardly even can remember Like, if there was even a saxophone I know that there were some trumpeters You know so I always wanted my son to like, just like, I, I feel like I will not really send my kid for guitar lessons because I self-learn guitar, right? So I feel like, I know that kind of thing. I want him to learn something like, more sophisticated. I feel like, then when you go to school, you can easily join like a guitar club or whatever, then you just like play a, part of a few chords, I think like very easy, you know, that kind of thing. So I was thinking like that, uh, in that level as a mom, obviously like, the more kyasu kind, right? <laughs> so, I, I gave him some exposure. I showed him some, uh, I showed him videos of drums. I showed him videos of piano, and I also showed him a boy playing uh, saxophone. Mm. And uh, when I asked him like what he wanted to learn, he he actually uh, uh, expressed interest in all three instruments. But I honestly felt like it's because he's still really young. He's obviously extremely wide eyed as you mentioned. So. But I know of like like even my niece and nephew, right? When they were very young, they said that they want to play the piano. After like not even being able to complete first grade or like like after a year, right? They will tell like their parents that they don't want to learn anymore. Which I think that brings me to this thought. Like a lot of parents they don't want their children to quit halfway, right? But what 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 would you like suggest? Because like if your child really don't have the interest after when they are four or five years old, they are really articulating that they really hate doing this thing and then they really hate practicing because they have no passion. But like my sister, she she insisted that one of her kids must finish like grade two. <laughs> then you can call it quits, you know, and just focus on dancing, you know. So it's like at the initial stage, they don't really know what they want, but when they are maybe like five years old, they start to feel like, you know, I prefer one to the other. And parents find it really like difficult to swallow because it's like they find it very like it's a pity, you know. You started, yep. you know, it's been two years, and then now you're saying you don't want to play anymore. You know, what am I gonna do with the piano? <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh,
0: the, it's important that um, I think it, for me the whether you have a successful journey in music uh, with your kid, I think it it. it a lot of it goes down, actually, to the definition. A lot of people mm-hmm. do know but forgot to approach music, actually, as a language by itself. Uh-huh. There was a story, actually, that was been related to me and it stayed with me for a very long time. It's in, it essentially said this, you know, when your kid first started to talk and then... Um, and started the first few words, uh, be it the dad calling the mom or then pick up maybe some baby language, right, along the way. Mm-hmm. But you will never say see a parent shouting at the kids or reprimanding the kids because the kids do not speak in perfect Queen's English. Because they do understand that kids actually eventually will get better over time. Okay. And doing at a stage when the kid is still young, while the kid is still having baby talk and stuff, baby language, only terms that maybe you, your hubby understand. Mm-hmm. So, but you will not take that away from the kid, mm-hmm. because you understand that there is actually a necessary journey. Mm-hmm. But yet, this kind of patience, this kind of tolerance, is not extended actually for music.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: where I think that there is a uh, maybe quite a number of the parents feel that because they have invested uh, quite a number of lessons invested on the good piano and all this they feel that they need to get a certain returns you know or they have a certain expectation for the kid to be able to play well mm-hmm. and if the kids cannot play well they rather yes. the kids don't don't play but this is not the way we will treat language. So, mm. I think that if we can able to fine tune the way we look at music as a language mm. rather than as a trophy, then mm. I think a lot of things actually will get easier for a lot of the parents. Mm. So, like what I say, I think it boils down actually to definition. But, mm. like what I say, I mean, it is something that I learned at a much later stage of my life,
1: mm-hmm. not something <laughs> that I,
0: I learned when I was younger. So, yeah. So it's just part of the learning curve. Yeah.
1: Mm. So a lot of parents, they actually send their children to some form of music. We all agree. Music, dance, everything, anything. So what would you actually say to these or such parents? Some of them already, they already have their children learning. Some are thinking to send their children for music. But what would you actually say to early starters like me? Because I, I really was, uh, I wouldn't say I am like, I definitely want my son to be learning a instrument like before three, but I had a certain level of conviction that I feel it is good for him to be literally exposed to a specific instrument rather than just doing music and movement. Because I feel that the first three years of what a child cultivates is very, very important. Hence, uh, when I could really tell over the last one year plus that he was learning very, very strongly from music. Like he was learning his languages from the songs that he was singing. I was really very uh, convinced that I had to let him try, you know, like at least an instrument. For like a trial or something, although a lot of people they were not pro the idea, and etc. Uh, what what would you say to like early starters like me, like really really early 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 starters, like the casualism of the casual ones?
0: I think that um being casual is not necessarily a bad thing. I think <laughs> that we just need to appropriate the intensity. I feel better. Yeah, but I think that you you need to take. Do a step back, you know. Um, I feel that all parents, they do not approach it with... Uh, mm-hmm. They approach it, it being a thought that they have. Mm-hmm. I feel that if it is something that they want, right? I think before you want them to have a desire, I think that you need to have a direction. Mm-hmm. So in a direction is, oh, I'll just want my kid to go and enjoy music. That for me is actually the most important part of it. Mm,
1: mm, mm. Yes, yes, yes.
0: So I think the grades are good byproducts, mm-hmm. uh, but they do not define the success mm-hmm. of a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether is it mm-hmm. um, the kid is successful or not yes. because he has a certain grading and some other kid has a better grading. So I think that is not success. But I think that the parents need to take to consideration the total cost. They need to mm. have somewhat an end goal. Let's do it, maybe commit ourselves for six years. So six years, you know, really every other weekend, you'll be sending the kids mm. to music school and yes. your program, your life will need to evolve around that. Yes, yes. Then after that, we it, the course you need to put inside. The
1: mm-hmm. course
0: will limit the options of whether you want to go through a school or you mm-hmm. want to learn private. I think both of, both tracks have their own merits. But one of the things that I feel is uh, even more needful nowadays. uh, Mm -hmm. It is, uh, is that I feel that the kids should have more social contact. Yeah, of course now, I mean, COVID is not, it's not the the right thing to say, but.
1: (laughs) uh, uh, Just
0: leave it to 5%. Satirist parables, right? Because I feel that um, every opportunity where the kid is able to be in a group environment, the kid um, suddenly realized that he's part of a team, mm. part of a bigger group. Then hopefully that will not just hone the music expect, right? But also hone the social skills.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: Because I feel that uh, a lot of the things that we do nowadays like for parents, be it sending them for private lessons, tuitions, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um it's one-to-one. There is not too much development of social. Skill.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So but I feel that uh in a group environment, that is one of the things that I do look out for. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: do do consider that. I'm I'm not saying that you should not send them for private lesson. I'm mm-hmm. just saying that each have its own merit. Uh mm-hmm. for me, um I would do prefer my kids to learn mm-hmm. music in a more social mm-hmm. environment. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. This yeah. is actually really interesting Because although uh my son Samuel is doing like private piano Lessons with his Teacher right but she does have Like group uh, Like group lessons For like once every term So that they will all come together And they will all perform In their own way Except that now they are doing it Over Zoom so mm. they used to actually Really gather and everybody will Do like a like a small thing that whatever that yeah. they are learning which i think is like really very interesting and was quite an eye-opener for me it
0: is it is, it is actually um very smart to do that um, otherwise the kids i do not wish my kids to have a big fish in a small pond mentality mm-hmm. and then what happened is that because we have a class you know so there is always going to be a range of ability From Mm -hmm, good to maybe the not as strong. So depending where you are and that can be some good motivation for you to work on your craft. Mm -hmm. So, but if you're alone, then there is not as much motivation to me, which Mm -hmm. for me, to me, honestly, it does not matter too much. But would say, um, if I have a chance, um, I would prefer to send my kids actually to the Mm. Mm -hmm. to a mass class. ah. So that's where if he thinks that he's really good, but there's somebody really better. So Mm -hmm. it's 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 a very nice way of somebody apart from the father telling them to practice more. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's a very subtle 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 way of yeah. So a lot of parents they send their children for like anything like arts, music for the topic today but they wouldn't allow their children to pursue music as a professional career what, what, what do you think about that like do you think so they should encourage their children for professional career would you encourage your children if they tell you like they want to be a professional musician and that's all they want to do no day job whatsoever that's their job
0: mm-hmm. It's, it's very a very
1: difficult question.
0: <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's, they, they are, there are few ways to look at it now. I, I, I just told my oldest girl today, when I fetched her today, right, do what you need so that you can do what you want.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that um, every one of us, we have a different purpose. Mm -hmm. in our life, and you have a different thing, and who am I to say that you're not supposed to do what you're not supposed to do, right? I think as Mm -hmm. parents, we always want their best, because we want our kids to have a certain Mm -hmm. baseline in the quality of life and so forth, but for Mm -hmm. me, maybe I think slightly different.
1: For Mm -hmm. me,
0: I will tell the kids um, what happened on the good days. And in time like COVID-19, what happens in the not-so-good days? Mm-hmm. So the just understand that COVID-19 has absolutely changed the entire music industry worldwide, not mm-hmm. just in Singapore. I have friends who are professionals in New York. Um, they were actually packed with engagement before COVID started. And for six months, they have no income.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So people start to look at music honestly very differently now
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um
0: and i believe that you need to be responsible for your time so mm-hmm. if you're going to spend as if you're at, at the eight to five the eight to five you're doing all things related to music songwriting working your craft working on songs as if it's a professional then uh, I like i say you you choose your path then I think that uh, I will support you in terms of your decision but you will need to still take care of the other aspects of your life uh. mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I, like what I told you earlier, right? Um, when my kids turn 13, I want them to understand that I do not want to treat them like kids. Uh. I want to mm-hmm. treat them more like young adults that they can maybe make some decisions but they need to take responsibility for the decisions they make. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. so. The answer is a yes and no. Um, mm-hmm. But there's also, like why I say, COVID has changed quite a bit. The other part mm-hmm. of it uh, is us nations. I think that the thing that um, uh, goes back to a Chinese character, they have time. Mm-hmm. And because of that, uh, they choose to do other things. Mm-hmm. To make money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But this does not take away the fact whereby they are less inferior musicians. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that maybe that's one of the mental blocks that we need to address mm, mm, yeah mm-hmm. because you just want to your life needs to be worthwhile need to be creating value and when you're mm-hmm. creating value like being a barista you are being paid for it and at night you're still doing your music so mm-hmm. I feel that in the end all the life experience um, all add up together nothing will be wasted mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. if you actually do your barista or other things in the day um, mm-hmm. all the experience you have the still can be helpful to you being a musician. So, um, I, I don't think that uh, it is, you need to be full-time, full-time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm not a good example because I'm uh, having a day job, but I play music professionally as in when I play, mm-hmm. I get paid. But mm-hmm. I've been doing that since year 2000. Mm-hmm. So, it is possible to do this. Mm-hmm. I'm not the best. uh on my on my craft or on my field, I really need to get better. But I think that with all the pending priorities that is on hand, I think that where I am right now is a good compromise for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So you mentioned before, like, uh, I think this is like one of our second last question. Yep. So you mentioned before that you would actually uh, expose your children to some music. So what kind of music? music would you actually like, uh, suggest to parents with young children to expose their you know, because there's all sorts of kinds of music, you know, and there are a lot of kind of music, like for me as a parent, I don't want to expose my kids. In fact, I, I, I don't even let them listen to pop music at the early years. So even until now, my son, he's not yet three, he's mostly still really listening to like listening rhyme. I also don't let him uh, watch, like, advertisements or commercials and stuff like that. So, what kind of music would you, like, uh, suggest, like, parents with young children, like, three, four years old, like, to expose them to?
0: Classical is a, definitely a good start. Yeah. It's just that um the kids need to be able to connect, la. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I think Nursery Runs is definitely the next one I do mm-hmm. recommend. Just know that I, I learned this when my kids started to go to school at kindergarten and stuff, right? Then their school has started to introduce them to songs. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I would like to suggest that we need to prepare the kids to be ready to face the world. Lah. Yeah. Okay. At some stage, when the kid is not next to you, you are not in control of what is being fed.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So while we continue to monitor the diet, uh, the musical diet for the kids, right? The other thing that we need to have in mind is also to prepare them, so that uh when they face all these other music, right, then uh they have a certain value system that they can fall back on, mm-hmm. because you cannot control the environment twenty four seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I I know to lose this is really difficult for parents.
1: So do you actually like expose your children to any kind of pop?
0: Yes, I do, but uh, at a later stage, when they About are what seven. Age? Seven. Um, my kids start to listen to um, like songs like Three Little Birds. <laughs> um, yeah, and but otherwise, like I, I I'll choose the songs. Huh? I the songs are cute. See, they don't carry. Values that I feel That is otherwise Then I will But a lot keep.
1: of songs Are like more emotional songs
0: uh, Some uh, songs Some songs are quite neutral Like now Interestingly My kids now Are listening to songs Like Country Road Uh-huh Uh-huh Okay yeah. So it's It's strange like, I mean Country Road Is such an old song mm-hmm, But mm-hmm. recently it, it, it just got into Their playlist You know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah So I think that um, we, we Kind of need to Future-proof lah, To give yourself A bit confidence so at some stage, when the kid have to face a situation or a certain bully when you're not around, they have enough being things been equipped, knowing that they will have a certain thing to fall back on when you're not
1: there. Mm-hmm. So what's your final note really to parents for those who actually have children who are already doing music and, or they are actually thinking to send the children the music? Like What, what will be your last note to them? Like one takeaway.
0: I, I think that the important thing is that if you see that your kid have some flair, you keep so mm-hmm. I mean you realize your kid um is able to focus a lot more, then I feel that um it is important to cater his to match their interests with opportunities accordingly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um if the kids after some time Still, to not develop interest, but I also want to let the parents know that um, I also believe that there must be a certain angle, That uh, a certain objective you wish to achieve. Uh, at least we do music for three years, for example, or two years. Then, mm-hmm. if by the end of two years we lock it up, we commit ourselves. After that, if it's not, then um, mm-hmm. then at least you know you have provided the opportunity for your kids, right? Mm-hmm. So, but um, if your kids have flair, then I suggest that get good teachers. Um, put them in the environment where they can be motivated to improve. Um, mm-hmm. That's where knowing people who are better than you, kids who are better, showing them videos of prodigy, um, that may be a bit far-fetched uh, because the skill level will be too, too wide, but um, it's to kind of inspire them if you feel that the kid has potential. But mm-hmm. like I would say, um, I think that uh, we want is, what we want for the kids is wholesome development.
1: And uh, mm-hmm. not
0: just a uh, single aspect of music. So some mm-hmm. people can be absolutely fantastic in music. But because socially, they're so awkward. <laughs> and I know there's this veteran in town. no, He's one of the finest musicians, multi-instrument. But this guy is a little bit socially awkward. Mm-hmm. So people don't call him. He doesn't get paid know, for doing mm-hmm. music. Even though he's one of the finest guys I know in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then in the end, he can only go for jams. And uh, even though his skill set Is mm-hmm. probably Among some of the best I know yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said I think um, For you Parents Then remember Wholesome development Yeah Not just mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. single aspect mm-hmm. Because That's why I said Music is one of the languages That you learn In mm-hmm. life mm-hmm. Yeah So don't don't stop learning other things
1: I am really Really like Benefiting from this Especially learning Like Relearning the fact that music is also a kind of language. I think this is like really, really important So I feel like if you guys are like your parents and you want to send your children For lessons, no matter what age they are, I think the first and foremost important thing is that they have to enjoy the lesson And you've got to really be creative in how to inspire them to really practice because you don't want to like turn the tables around and they start to hate like what they initially actually love and the important thing really is to learn the journey together be together you know so that they can really be like more holistic in growing up because they did spend like decent amount of time with you as a parent when they were learning the instrument and they also have enough like exposure with other people who are also playing that instrument yep So I feel really, really blessed and I hope that you guys are also feeling blessed like me. If you guys want to read more about what Benson do or like uh, what are his gigs, where is he playing, you can go to his Facebook page at Benson.com.sex S-A-X, okay? and uh, continue to check out like my page, my site on my IG. If you are looking for his name, looking for his like IG username, Because he is also doing photography. He's doing so many things. You can DM me. Or if you have more questions, feel free to DM me. or Share the podcast with your friends if this has truly blessed you. And I will see you guys on the next episode on The Parent Thing. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed today's episode. If you like it, subscribe, follow, share and like. I will see you next time for the next episode right here on The Parent Thing.